happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice cold drinks, delicious sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks, and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty. Our drinks satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater. And now, on with the show. This is... It Happened One Year. A look back... At the events, big and small. Famed and forgotten. From the year... 1967. Hey, everybody. We're doing it again. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> one more time. It happened one year. I don't think we've done a road episode this season, right? I don't... No. And I also don't think we've done an episode like this with something that is entirely not made or existed in 1967. Okay, I disagree with that because technically the fictional character existed in 1967. That's why in we're doing In the world this of the thing, but yeah. the character didn't exist. I'm not sure how old was Mike Myers in 1967. Oh, we should have <laughs> looked that up. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so here we are. I, if you've seen the title, you already know this is a this is a goofball of an episode. Yeah. Um, but we are currently at the uh, McHenry Drive-In, the McHenry Outdoor Theater. Yeah. Here in McHenry, Illinois. But the website is like GoldenAgeCinema.com or something of that. Yeah, nature. I don't know how. I don't understand how this is. This is connected to another cinema. I think that's an indoor cinema. And that's why this is the McHenry Outdoor Cinema. Oh, I did and not there's know an that. There's an actual movie theater up here. I think that's the case. I did not. I did not know that. But that's where we are. If you'll uh, remember back, season one. 1994, Yep, we did record an episode at the Valparaiso 49er Drive-In, Valparaiso, Indiana. We did. So this is our second drive-in episode. It is. It's a good place to record, except for they often don't sound very good. No, I, I can only imagine that this sounds horrible right now, but uh, I, I only know that because the Indiana episode did sound so yeah. bad. Yeah. You're but, welcome, listeners. Yeah. So enjoy, enjoy. But uh, So we're not going to really try to talk too much here because it's really not... A ton to say now. We're sitting yeah. waiting for Austin Powers from 1997 to yes, start. Yes, yes. Uh, here at the big double feature uh, this holiday weekend. And we did realize in talking about this that at the beginning of that movie, the beginning of this movie is set in 1967. Because yeah. the part before he gets frozen yeah. is 30 years before the movie was made. Yeah, because he, he moves forward 30 years to 1997. Yeah. And not only is the part that he got frozen in set in 1967, which is a pretty small part of the movie. Yeah. But then my point in, in arguing for doing this episode like this is that all of his references are from 1967. So right. everything he knows is from 1967. So I think what we're going to do with this when we come back to yeah. talk about this Part two. before the spy who shagged me starts yes is to see what was the 1967ness of this movie yeah because I mean, we've watched some shitty 1967 movies this season between the elvis movies and fathom yeah. and a couple things that we can maybe see how how 67 is austin powers because that's really what they were going for yeah uh, in the flashbacks, but also throughout the whole movie. Yeah, listeners, we're going to do some critical analysis of the 1967-ness of the yeah. film, given that we are clearly yeah. experts. And I, I assume that that analysis will extend to uh, Michael York's performance and yes. how that extends... Uh, uh, Elizabeth Hurley's, I don't know, body of work or whatever. We're going to yeah. see how all of this fits into the 67-ness. Yes. Art. Yeah, we are. And I think the... But we felt we should do a little bit of setup so that you guys knew what was coming. Yeah. And, yeah. and we have time, because if you've ever been to a drive-in in recent years, 
during the pandemic especially, they're showing a lot of old movies. Oh, yeah. So there's kind of a random crowd that turns up. I yeah. feel like the Indiana episode, that actually did have a pretty big crowd because that was like a newer movie. Yeah, I um, feel like this is the lightest crowd of any drive-in I've ever been to. There aren't a lot of people here, folks. Yeah, and I mean, pretty close. Like, yeah. We just checked and saw the last time we were at this drive-in was two years ago, so that was during the pandemic. Yep. Uh, this same weekend, actually. And yep. it was, we saw The Land Before Time. Yep. And I don't remember there being a ton of people here for that either, but I still think more than what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. I mean, there's people here. Like, it's not barren, but no. there's probably, I don't know, 40 cars, maybe? It, there's not a ton. No, no. There's it, there's as much space here as I think there's ever been in a yeah. drive-in that I've been to, so oh, that's that's exciting. We could have brought an air mattress and oh, sat yeah. out here. And, you great. Know. But it's, it's a little cold. I think that's part of the reason there yeah. a lot of people here. It wasn't super nice today. It's so raining today. Yeah. yeah. Um, but listeners, you may be asking yourselves, they were at another drive-in on this same weekend two years ago? Why would they do that? And I will say that it is a holiday weekend. Yeah. We're not going to mention which holiday weekend, yeah. but it is also the day after Joe's birthday. That's and true. Joe loves a good drive-in, so this we is it. we frequently go to some kind of movie event on his birthday weekend, uh, and more often than not, I would say that's a drive-in. Yeah, I don't have a lot of regrets when it comes to moving to Chicago, but one of the main things is that I love drive-ins, and where I grew up in Scranton, there was a drive-in in Dixon City, so it was right there. So I went to that drive-in all the time in the summer. Yeah. But out here in Chicago, there's there isn't a drive-in in Chicago now. There's like those little pop-up drive-ins that are. You know, From the pandemic, yeah. Projected on the side of shipping containers, but yep. there isn't a legitimate drive-in anywhere near Chicago. The closest one closed a couple years ago, and that was in West Chicago, which is 50 that's, miles from that's Chicago. That's closed, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the the Cascade. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's out of business. So this this drive-in and the Valparaiso drive-in are actually about the same distance. Yeah. It's, a, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, it's a little ways. So. So we're we're staying over. Uh, tomorrow we're going to go antiquing because that's also something that Joe uh, enjoys. If you've if you've ever been to McHenry County, yeah. there's a place uh, in Volo that has a, it's an amazing antique antique st- antiques. It's like a bunch of pop old pop culture shit from the yeah, 60s and 70s. Yeah, it's the it's the most random stuff. It's incredible, and it's like six buildings or something. Oh, it's amazing. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I, I went there with my mom once, and we were there legit for like three and a half hours. Yeah, this is the problem: is that we get there, and I enjoy the first. 60 minutes yeah. and Joe's got like three hours left in him because oh, I want to see it all yeah. if you don't see it all you don't know what you're missing and by the end I hate him yeah yeah that's that's fair that makes sense <laughs> so we're doing that tomorrow but yeah. uh we will now stitch this part together with what we record in two hours or so yeah. I don't know, actually this movie starts soon yeah and uh we'll we'll talk about the 67 to 7 yeah um I don't know I don't know if there's a lot more preamble to, no. to, to throw out here. You've Everyone's seen Austin Powers, so yeah. this isn't yeah. uh, you know some sort of obscure little thing that we're dealing with here. I mean, I think to fully encapsulate the drive-in experience, we got here yeah. a, an hour early because typically you wait in line outside to get in. Mm-hmm. you got to find a good gotta spot. got to find a good spot. But that was not a problem today, so no. we just sauntered right up. Uh, we've already eaten our, our hamburgers and our pizza and our hot dogs, yeah, so yeah. we've done a, a good, good go. job getting the, the, the crappy food in. Well, we still have to go get nachos. We're going to go get nachos. Yeah, right. um, I've got some contraband uh, uh, hard seltzers in the back that we're gonna we're gonna break out. So mm-hmm. for me, because Joe's driving. I mean, the hotel is literally like two miles from here, so there's nothing. All right, we're both getting drunk then. No, here we go. No, I'm not doing it <laughs> on four hard yeah. seltzers, you and me. Yeah, gonna hit it. Hard. <laughs> we gotta take pictures of the when Austin Powers comes up, so people on the Instagram account will be able to appreciate <laughs> what a drive-in looks like. It looks like every drive-in you've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, so we're not just lying. We're not watching Austin Powers in our yeah. bedroom and claiming we're at a drive-in. When question for you when we've in the time that we've spent in drive-ins you know once it gets dark you know and it's just the screen are you ever afraid that a tornado is going to come up because you won't see it coming 
Yes. I, I am too. Do you, are you really? Because well, I think about that. Yeah, well, because Twister did that to yeah. us, I think. Yeah. yeah. They, one of the more famous drive-in... Really, if you get down to drive-in movies... Did we talk about this last time? What are famous <laughs> movies that have drive-in... Th- I feel like we did. But I wanted, I wanted to listen to the Indiana episode before. We should have listened to it on the drive up here. But... I was thinking about that, like really famous movies with the drive-in scenes. Like, there's a fair number of them, yeah, I suppose. But yeah. it's Twister in Greece, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if an, like what's the next movie that has a real is famous there one drive-in American scene? Graffiti. You would think. I would. I assume there is. I've seen American Graffiti like once. Yeah. But, same. Um, same. Yeah. 50s car movies. I think. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of 50s movies, but, but I mean yeah. like popular movies yeah, since yeah. then. And yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what the next most popular one would be. Those yeah. are just the first two that occur to me. But yep. yeah. But yeah, no, it's le- legitimate worry. Yeah. yeah. Tornadoes will come for us. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember what they were watching in Twister at the job? Oh, yeah. What, what was the movie that was playing in Twister? It, it like mattered, um, or it was like it was a cute reference or something. I don't remember that. What was it? It was The Shining, which we almost went oh, and saw at the music box last right. night. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the Here's Johnny part. Is yeah, yeah. Comes yeah, from. yeah. Anyway, all right. So that's what we've got, and uh, we'll be back in three seconds yeah. to discuss more about uh, what this movie actually connects to. Show-wise. Yes. Because <laughs> this is us just bullshitting about going to drive-ins. Which, yeah, which is fine. Also good. Also good. Do you want to go get nachos now? Yeah. Is it nachos time? Uh, or you want to yeah. wait? Uh, we, get, we should wait. We could go during the movie. Yeah. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Let's just not do the 1967 parts. What if we're gone for the whole 1967 We missed that part? whole part, and then we're just watching the part with, I don't uh, know, that where he's like shitting. Isn't yeah. it like, oh, he's drowning someone in the toilet? Oh. <laughs> is that in the first movie? Who, do, who does number two work for? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that turn who's boss. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. All right. We'll see you in a bit. All right, folks. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. All right. So we uh, finished watching Austin Powers and the battery died. <laughs> Something that has never happened to, to oh, us, this, like the, together. This used to happen to me all of the time. <laughs> we had nice people next to us who oh, offered a jump. Saved us five bucks. Because this place that we love, I do love this drive-in, charges you for everything. They charge you $5 yeah. for a jump. I couldn't believe it. Well, I mean, you know, I assume if you're running a drive-in, this is a pretty common <laughs> problem. I don't remember at the Circle Drive-In, like, if I got charged for that. But, like, I feel like we, like, I was there and it was like... Everybody left. Like, I feel like you had to wait until the end, and you yeah, were there for, and so they're, like, pissed. So I can understand yeah. they would charge you, but... Yeah. Yeah, these, de- these decent young folks next to us. Yeah. We should have told them. We should have been like, oh, you should listen to our show, because we're definitely going to mention this. <laughs> uh, we de- they left. Oh, uh, they we, left, We're not yeah. getting any new listeners. They'll be like, oh, those idiots. Why would I listen to their show? <laughs> those dum-dums. Uh, all right, so quickly, to recap, because yeah. I think, actually, we're going to have to do this again, because I forget that I think Austin Powers 2... They, they go, go back, back in time, time which yeah. I do, So they probably go to 67, would yeah. be my guess, Yeah, well, we're, we're about to find out. We're going to find out. Yeah. So we might actually be recording part of this while it's running. Yeah. Because right now, they're running all the local ads for McHenry Businesses. Oh, my God. It's just like going to the regular movie theater. They run 15 minutes of ads before the, the previews. It's yeah. It's real annoying. But it's all, like, ads for stuff around here. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And AbbVie, which yes. I think is weird. Yes. Uh, so, what do you think was the '67ness of uh, of Austin Powers? What do you? How do you? What do you? How did that resonate with you? Yeah, I mean, I, good. I would say it was like. I mean, it seemed like '67. I don't know. It was like '67. I feel like in the '90s there was like a like this whole like '60s revival thing. Everyone was wearing '60s clothes and doing that stuff, and it kind of like had a resurgence. And I feel like this was like people in the '90s dressed in '60s clothes. Yeah. And doing 60s things. I wouldn't say it was overly authentic. Yeah, Much yeah, like yeah. the Las Vegas sequences in the movie that feel like they were filmed in a soundstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that there was, there's some neat little references at the beginning. Like, I mean, it's, again, I don't think these movies hold up terribly well. Uh, <laughs> I think the first movie is still pretty good, but... Yeah. 
Uh, it's not quite what I remember as a kid. Yeah. That's when I was 18. And I remember the other movies were really not... Uh, not as good. N- not as good. If yeah. I remember correctly, but it has been a long time. So it's only downhill from here. Right. And we're not watching three tonight. I mean, you know, let's face it, three. Come on. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I think the beginning of the movie, when it's still like him's going to that swinging... Yeah, Pussycat club. whatever club. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, as far as like... The costumes and whatnot. Yeah. Like it feels probably pretty close. Andy Warhol holding the can of soup. Yeah, and... Andy Warhol holding the can of soup. I thought was it's a stupid throwaway moment, but yeah. you're still like, oh well, that's kind yeah, of that's period, kinda funny. You know, so. yeah. But as far as the '67ness of it, like I would say that the setting of that reminded me of some of those Elvis movies where yeah. he would, he'd always go to that one club that's like everybody's dressed wild. You yeah, know, totally, so. totally. So big ups to the costume department and the set designers for. Austin Powers won 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, they did a nice job from yeah. what I can tell. So if I remember the second movie correctly, we may have more to talk about because more of it may be set in 67. Maybe, yeah. But, but the first movie, it's what, the first five minutes? It's, yeah. It's a pretty brief amount. Yeah, so. it's, not, it's not very long. And I yeah. knew it wasn't very long, but, you know, it's still, like, the whole basis is the fish out of water 67 to today, very much how we have to talk about things in the podcast because we yeah. don't know anything about 1960. Yeah, is our podcast just the first Austin Powers movie? Yeah, I think movie? it is. <laughs> like, essentially, I think it is, yeah. Same mindset, so... Uh, not Catchphrases are not as strong. Yeah, our catchphrases <laughs> on the show are not particularly no. good no. so far as... Uh, listeners, that's Sarah's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. We don't have a lot, I think. Uh, hey, everybody, it's like the, the stuff we're we say just to start... Again. We're doing it again. We don't yeah. really have a lot, so... <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. Maybe maybe the second movie will have a little more to play with. Um, but uh, it was it's fine. I think it was, uh, I think it was interesting. I thought it was great. It was yeah. kind of like listening to an old record that you haven't heard yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Like the jokes I remember. We used to say them a lot. Like all the beats I remember because I watched this first movie to death. Yeah. I don't think I remember the second one as well. So yeah, I don't. I'm sh- I'm sure I saw the first one yeah. more than I saw the second one. But the but. second one had has fat bastard right and yeah. and mini me like the mini me stuff yeah. is the best stuff in in the entire series sure yeah i mean like, i think that there's a lot of good stuff in the second movie yeah, heather yeah. graham is a better actress than elizabeth hurley oh for sure but you know again i think the plot gets so convoluted as these goes along we'll see i mean and then i think we should watch three soon i have i've seen three once and i really didn't like three when i saw <laughs> it so i don't i don't care for gold member but yeah i don't remember three all that well yeah. i don't remember like what's the oh it's gold members in gold it member. i don't remember the plot yeah i don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember the plot of the second one yeah i only now like somebody he loses his mojo is that the second movie or the third oh. movie? somebody steals his mojo yeah but i don't remember i think that's the second movie I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, don't I know. mostly know these from commercials and trailers because yeah. then and now, you know, going to the movies so much, that's how I am exposed <laughs> to things that I don't really care for. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think that's that's about all you need to say. Like, I don't yeah. think the first movie has so little in 67 that yeah. I don't know that there's a real lot to cover. But, uh, you know, I'd say it it's something. Yeah. Well, listeners, I mean, hang on to find out. Uh, do we need to come back and talk about the third movie? Or the second movie. I don't know. Well, I mean, I I assume we... If if this episode ends here, thanks for listening. (laughs) Uh, Because maybe the second movie has nothing to do with it. Or by, you know, in two hours, we'll be so tired or the battery will have died again. Yep. Because we're idiots that that maybe we're just stuck here in McHenry. But we rented a radio. It's fine. So, listeners, if we never put out another episode again... You won't ever hear this, but come find us. Yeah, right. I'm gonna have to figure out a way to upload this straight to Podbean <laughs> right here from the from the parking lot at the in McHenry. So, and if you can do that, you could probably call someone for help. Yeah, come see, send somebody out to look for us. We both have cell phones. <laughs> right, we'll be fine. Uh, uh, all right, we'll see you in two two minutes or uh, or not. Thanks, everybody. Very smooth. <laughs> everybody, hey, baby. All right, so. 
What can you can you recap what's happened since we've been to the drive-in? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we came back, like in our lives. So look, at we were <laughs> the plan was we were going to finish recording this episode that day. Oh yes, no, we did not do that. That was a week ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did not do that. We came home. We got to the drive. We got back from the drive-in late. We were tired. We're old. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the the uh, antique malls the next day. Why didn't we finish <laughs> the episode sooner? What was the real What was the real reason why this broke down? Because we didn't know what to say. Okay, so the problem was we thought that the second Austin Powers oh, yes. movie was set in 1967 yes. because the first movie, the very little piece of it was. However, the sequel, logically, was set 30 years before that movie was made, so it's set in 1969. Yeah, same. I, I believe the third movie is set in 1972, somewhat. Yes. Um, I don't remember how the plot of the third movie works, but... No, we have not yet watched the third movie. Because the second movie's terrible. Oh, man, it's so... Yeah, it's not... Although, uh, some... <laughs> like, the bits in it that were good were better than the any of the best bits in the first movie, but uh, it was pretty lazy. It was pretty lazy. Yeah. 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 Nostalgically, I think it sort of is watchable, but it's not yeah. a good movie. No, and I, I, I never liked it particularly before, and I really don't like it now. Yeah. So. Also, we were both really hype that we were going to be able to talk about more 1967 stuff because it's all set in the past. Like, the whole idea is that Austin goes back to the past. Yeah, the whole movie. Uh, yeah, because uh, Dr. Evil goes back and whatever. But uh, it wasn't. And so we were both just like, oh, no, yeah. the whole time. So it just did not work out. Disappointed. Yeah, so then I think that because there's no good way to end this episode, and all of a sudden the episode's reason to exist is gone, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, what do we do with this? Like, do we still put this out? And the idea became that here at the end we'll just transition into movies set in 1967. Yeah. Which, yes, is pretty lazy, but we just needed something. <laughs> well, listeners, look, we did not want to deprive you of the great Austin Powers content from the first two sections of the of the, of the the episode. And so our options were either, one, rob you of that comedy gold that we created in the first part, or just find a way to finish the episode in a way that makes sense. And that was to talk about um, other movies that are set in 1967, uh, one of which is not Austin Powers 2. Right. That's what we really learned. Yeah. But yeah, we don't do a lot of road episodes, so I feel bad just losing that, because yeah. I think the idea was okay, but... We've essentially built this whole episode around five minutes of an Austin Powers movie that was made in 1997. It doesn't really yeah. work, so... Yeah. Uh, listeners, look, they're not all tens. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not going to all be totally on point. But, like, in the history of this show, we've done a lot of things like people were born in this year, oh, people totally. died in this year, so yeah. none of the events take place in that year anyway. It's just, what is the connection? We're very loosely following a theme on this show. Or... Yeah, <laughs> very loosely. So, and honestly, we have to, because 67, it's a struggle. It is. So... I did find a half-assed list of movies set in 1967 that aren't, like, made... There, I was also, inside of this list, there's also just movies that were made in 67. So I was like, that's not really fair. Like, I don't understand why The Graduate is on this list. Like, yeah, it's set in the year it was made. Like, that's just, you know... If anything, it was probably filmed in 66, so even setting it in 67 doesn't make a ton of sense. But... Because there's a lot of Vietnam movies, yep. because at least some pieces of them would. Sure. But uh, the the big March on Washington scene in Forrest Gump, that's definitely 1967. Oh, be it f***ing That's the right on, man. You said it all. Exactly. Yeah. Abby nice. Hoffman and the whole deal. Yeah. So, so I'd say that that movie has a good 67 feel to it. Yeah, I didn't realize that was 67. Yeah, I mean, that's a movie that covers a lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, because it is so specific to time periods. Yeah. Uh, you it's know, like a turning point in the movie. 
Yeah, that's when things are all uh, yeah. things are all happening. He uh, sees Jenny. He's happy to see Jenny. Yeah. So great. And then Jenny leaves. Breaks up the Black Panther party. Yeah. Yeah. It's all happening. <laughs> what does he say? I'm sorry about your Black Panther party. I'm sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that that movie has a fair amount of uh, yeah. solid 67-ness to it. Yeah. Also, I'm sure I said this before when we mentioned Forrest Gump in 1994, but also has the best line in any movie of all time. Can you name that line? I think the line you're referring to is... Thought I'd try out my sea legs. Well, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dane. It's the greatest. And I believe I mentioned this story also at the time. My dad was convinced Gary Sinise didn't have legs. (laughs) (laughs) He thought that that was not... An effect that was just a man without legs. It was yeah. really, it was, it was impressive, uh, yeah. impressive. Well, like there's that part effect. where he swings around on that railing and jumps yeah. off, and you're like, oh my god, like yeah. it's such a complicated effect yeah. for the, you know, for no real reason, you know. I feel like I remember seeing, and I don't know if this was. I hope we didn't tell all of these stories the last time, but Probably I don't know if this was in 1994 or if it was just later. But I feel like I remember seeing a, like how they made this thing, and mm. it was that scene, not just him not having legs, but that scene specifically, how mm. they had to like cut out a piece of the boat so he could swing over yeah, yeah. and like yeah, yeah and and then edit it in and edit the boat back in and a lot of effort going yeah, on yeah very impressive just like wh- why not just have him stay on the on the edge just to have him not jump that's in. what i mean like it sure. it's like it's it's a superfluous amount of effects <laughs> like yeah but again totally convinced yeah, my dad totally convincing totally worked so there is that but like parts of platoon sure. um parts of the deer hunter set in 67 yep. um uh, Austin Powers. There's apparently the last Bill and Ted movie have a sequence in '67, which oh. I didn't realize. The, the the most recent one. I don't think I've seen any of the Bill and Ted movies. Seriously, even when you were a kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a shame. Was that the Keanu Reeves and the other guy? Yeah, Alex Winter. Yeah. Yeah, George Carlin. Yeah. No, I don't think I've seen any of them. Oh, I guess you were probably a little too young for the first one. I think when the first did... one was like '89, '90. Oh yeah. So you would have been a little kid, and then I, I've never seen the second one. I, that was it for me. I, I liked the first movie, but yeah. it was something you quickly age out of. Yeah. You know? Like it wasn't that, and I so I haven't watched the third movie, All but right. but it's a, it, there's a lot of time travel in those sure. movies. They have to go gather people up and whatever. And I think in that one, in the newest one, they it's Hendrix actually. I think they oh. go and and uh, Hendrix is in that movie, so that's a little '67 in there. Nice. So there's that. First Man, which is also, again, a historical movie. We saw First Man, remember, with Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong, I want to say? Oh, yeah. From a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, Plus, yeah. you know, history astronaut stuff. Yeah. The sequel to uh, American Graffiti. More oh. American Graffiti oh. has wow. a piece in That is a lazy title for a sequel. Yeah, it is not a well-regarded sequel, oh. uh, the follow-up to American Graffiti. That yeah. seemed like it was a nonsense cash-in film. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, Lucas at that point, I think it was just, you yeah. know. He was willing to uh, license anything. It came out in 79, so that's already after Star Wars. But, you know, just whatever would come up. So there's a little of that. Uh, oh, a movie I think we both love. A Serious Man came out in 1960. <laughs> set in 1967. I had no idea it was set I had in no idea. Because it's such a different movie. Yeah. Like, that's not, you know, about the culture. Like, that's like an older guy yeah. dealing with, like, his life. The rabbi is busy. He didn't look busy. But, like, you think of the design of it. Yeah. Like, think of the rooms and stuff. Totally. Very 60, 70, yeah. Yeah. But Michael Stuhlbarg, right? Because that was his first, like, oh, yeah. his first, like, big thing. That yeah. Coen Brothers movie from, I want to say, 2011? I think he's in, um, I just started watching Dope Sick, Dope Sick this morning. Oh, yeah. And he's in that. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah. Um, that guy's great. He's yeah, good in everything. He's great. Yeah. yeah. But he, but he, it seems like he would pop up on. He was on Boardwalk Empire a little yep. bit. He just pops up and stuff yeah. all over the place. But that was, I think, the first thing I really remember him in. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of names in that movie. We um, were sitting in, like, the front row. When we, didn't we see that we for the We saw it at a time? marathon. At, yeah. Yeah. And I think it was the one where we got there late, and so 
for the first like two movies we were in like the front row and then we yeah. went to a bigger theater. I think that could be right. But yeah. so I, I remember watching that movie very close up. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who. I think that girl from the the one sister from Transparents in that movie. I think she plays his neighbor, not Gabby Hoffman, but the other one. The older one, Amy Landecker. Yeah, I think she plays yeah. his neighbor in that. There's like oh. he has like that hot neighbor who he like yeah. talks to. Her. I don't think he screws around with her. But I think he just talks to her. Yeah, I think because I think that's the only other thing I recognized her from. Was like I know I knew her from something. Yeah, I think it was Serious Men. Um, but yeah, that's, that's I think I don't know if the tone, if the vibe is '67, but. The design, the design is very 67. Yeah. We should so. watch that again. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I really like yeah. that movie. I always get that confused with A Simple Man. <laughs> was that a movie? Yep. Well, it was like about a... It was like Colin Firth. Firth? Yeah, I, I wanted... It was like a fashion designer or something. Was that what that was? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it? And he was married to a man? He's gay, but I don't remember what the... I just don't remember what the plot of it was. But it, it came out almost yeah. the same time. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. titles I always get confused. yep. yep. Apparently, Strictly Ballroom is set in '67. Did you ever see Strictly Ballroom? I've never heard of Strictly Ballroom. Oh my God! Strictly Ballroom was a it was an early Baz Luhrmann movie, but Susie used to watch this movie to death. Really? And yeah, he's and then Baz Luhrmann ended up directing. Yeah, yeah, Mulan yeah, yeah. But like, it's a low. It was kind of a low budgety Australian dance movie. Oh, but it's real sure. funny. Like, it's a it's a really like entertaining movie. But it's almost like I don't know how popular it ever was. Yeah. But it's just something that I saw so many times because Susie watched it. That uh, yeah, that that's I didn't realize that was set in. 67. I always thought that was kind of contemporary to the time, but I'm, maybe I'm just misremembering a lot of things. It could also just be parts of it, too. Yeah. Like, apparently, part of Blade is set in 67. Oh. So, Blade was a 1998 movie, so yeah. I think that must be when he was born or yeah. something. So, so there's that. But, like, otherwise, it is just pieces of, like, biography movies. George Wallace, Get On Up was the yep. the James Brown movie. Yep. Uh, Girl Interrupted is apparently set in 67. Oh, yeah. That was a real popular movie for yeah, a while. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but there's not, you know, it's a kind of a hard list to come up with. And, like, this is, this is I found a really half-assed list that kind of tries to cobble this together. Yeah. I did find uh, one movie that's not on here, but it's actually in our, our other research, which we might do an episode about, but I'm not really sure, is... Um, the movie Melvin and Howard. Do we ever? Did you oh, ever see Melvin and Howard? I know the title, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, it's about the guy who. It, this is a, it was a true story. So like, but like the only piece of it in '67 is uh, Melvin Dumar is this guy who uh, he's driving through the desert and he picks up Howard Hughes. Oh the yeah, yeah. Crazy old recluse. Yep. And this happens in '67, and oh. like there is some belief that this really did happen. Oh, like Because yeah. the thing is, later then, it's all tied up in, like, he claims that he gets willed all this money. They find this yeah, will for sure. that Melvin's going to get $160 million or something. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting story. I don't know if there's an episode there, but, like, I like it, and I like that movie enough that, yeah. like, you know, Mary Steenburgen won an Oscar for it. Like, it was a, oh, it was yeah. a big deal movie. And it's such a weird story because Melvin is so likable, but at the same time, he clearly perpetrates this giant hoax <laughs> and, like, tries to, like, get all of this money that, you know, so it's a little, you know, but, yeah. like, but Howard Hughes is such a weird character and yeah. uh, Jason Robards is good in it. So. Yep. But, yeah, so okay. that's, that's we should watch that. I think like, that. Yeah, yeah. There's a piece, of, a little piece of 67 in there. So. Okay, cool. Um, I'm in. So, yeah, I realize this isn't a, 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 a real sensible episode in a lot of senses. Like, to be like, well, this is, this is just stuff that uh, yeah. was also set in 67. I feel like we need to embrace uh, our episodes as they are more readily. Accept them for what they are. Yeah. Yeah, what the yeah. episode brings to us. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think we were, we... We maybe shouldn't have gone down this road in the first place, or we should have investigated uh, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me a little closer. I think if we go back and listen to that second part, we might be like, oh, hey, we like you might hear us realize this is a good idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and listeners, 
It was not. That was the mistake. Yeah. We should have done a little bit of research. Yeah. I think the second part of this episode, now it's been a week, so I don't really remember it, yeah. but I think the second part, we're mostly just talking about how the battery died. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Like, yeah, the battery did die. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I think, our whole drive-in yeah. adventure, so. I mean, gold. Masterpiece. What are this the, is a perfect episode. What's the awards for, po- people? What, what are the podcast awards? The potties? The, the potties? Is, that is a there pod? a pod? There's no podcast award. There's got to be. I mean, for, for big time podcasts, not for nothing that we're eligible for. Disagree. Uh, I, I would say if there's a, a podcast award given out here in the Columbian, we would win. Oh, uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know of another podcast <laughs> being recorded in this building. So, the, honestly, this whole square block. Like, yeah. it's a, there's possible, you know, over on Wabash, maybe somebody's maybe, got a podcast maybe, going. Yeah. Just the, their Wabash and Roosevelt podcast. <laughs> and that, that's probably awesome. Or, what is it good for? Wabash and Roosevelt. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I don't know otherwise. So. We'll have to look that up. Let's see if we can get submit. We can put this in. We Do we have to submit this like it's going to a film festival? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah we're yeah. submitting it happen one I think year. it's this episode. Yeah, this is clearly the one that puts us over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so how do you want to you want to go out in a drive-in theme? Oh, sure. Let's, let's all, all go, go to, to the, the lobby. Oh, let's, let's all, all go, go to the, the drive-in. Lobby. Oh, let's, let's all, all go, go to the, the movies. Oh, shit. <laughs> and get ourselves a snack. Boo. What? This is perfect. <laughs> I never want to do another episode after this. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> this has been Ahoy! Or It Happened One Year. Please do us a favor and give us a rating wherever you can, but not on Hot or Not. We're not there. <laughs>